What's up guys, welcome back to another episode of the Dream Chasing 101 podcast. Today we're going to be chatting about something that basically impacts every one of our lives in some way. And uh, with us today we have Luke, all the way from Detroit. So Luke, if you can give the people a bit of an intro to who you are and what you do. Yeah, 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 for sure. Well, first of all, thank you so much for having me on. Um, it's absolutely an honor. Um, and uh, so I guess the biggest thing is... Um, I mean, for about four years now, I've been involved in pretty much any area of digital media. Um, I work mainly in the area of graphic design, but I also dabble in videography, animation design, um, video editing, all that kind of stuff. I'm kind of all over the place. So um, about a year and a half ago at this point, uh, I had the idea for a social media platform called Dive. And Dive is basically... um, trying to be a new type of thing. It's trying to be um, something that actually has a moral compass, an amount of ethics to it, um, but it also like actually cares about the files that are being uploaded to the platform and the creators that are uploading those files in the first place. So um, yeah, we've been kind of working on that dream ever since with uh, yeah, a couple other people and it's been pretty great. So, And you know, just to give a bit of background, you only 18 years old. Um, are you still in school? What's, you know, your daily routine or, and how did you basically assert yourself as qualified in these areas? Because it's very tough. I mean, we're kind of moving away from that now in this modern, you know, era where you don't really need qualifications from tertiary education or anything like that. So how did you kind of get into this and then also assert yourself as qualified in, you know, graphic design, editing, and in general, the creative field? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I guess to answer the first question, um, I'm currently in college right now. Um, I go to an art school. Um, my major is uh, communication design, which is basically a mixture between graphic design and um, uh, computer science. So it's a it's a really interesting major. Um, it's been a lot of fun so far. But yeah, so I'm a freshman this year. Um, and then I guess like what I've been doing for the past couple of years is really just like a lot of self-taught stuff. So obviously the internet is a great resource for a lot of different things um, from basically every area. So what I've mainly been learning is just how to, first of all, communicate with other people. Um, I do freelance stuff a lot. So um, a big part of that is, you know, not necessarily having my own vision for something, but seeing how I can make someone else's vision come to life in my work. And so that's been a lot of great like practice material Um, And then going on, you know, (laughs) with my own projects and stuff has definitely helped me to improve in a lot of those areas. So, yeah, I guess like the biggest thing is the Internet, right? Uh, The the Internet is just a super helpful resource. And for anyone in my position or any other position, really, like if you're wanting to pick up any sort of trade, the first place you should go to is some sort of Internet tutorial and just really look into how to get this done. And then I think you can learn it. So, yeah. And moving into, you know, dive, something that you've built, but would you say what you're currently studying in college and also the way you've interacted with in the internet, as you've mentioned, you know, acquiring your knowledge, but also communicating, has that been one of the main, you know, reasons why you've ventured into this, you know, social media platform? Yeah, yeah, I think so. Because um, I, I recognize that there, like, so often I feel like, 
things like, okay, information technology, right? And then there's design. And I feel like those two ideas are usually separated so much to the point where there are people who are especially interested in just using, like just doing the user experience design, right? Just designing the actual UIs that people are using. And then there's somebody else who's working on actually putting that into programming and stuff like that. So um, the great thing about my major is that I don't have to pick, right? I like I think that's the amazing part. But yeah, I think what a lot of people don't realize is just how interconnected those two areas need to be in order to create a really good product. And so I guess like working on Dive is a way that, first of all, I can put all these design tools and all these design things that I've learned to the test, but then also that um, hopefully it can help improve lives as well through actually building intentionally designed products. And what is the main thing, you know, especially for you being 18 years old, you've basically grown up in almost, you know, when you've reached your age where you can comprehend social media and the internet, you've grown up in this space. Um, what are some of the things that maybe if you look back five years ago that you thought about social media and that perception has now changed, you know, according to what you've now acquired through all this knowledge? Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, five years ago, I was probably just starting my Twitter account. So um, yeah, I mean, I would say I'm definitely like, I mean, uh, pretty novice to the space, but like um, back then, obviously. But um, yeah, I mean, like there's, I, I feel like when social media platforms first got started, there was, there was a total, like there was a, there's a large amount of glamour that came with it um, to the point where we kind of ignored the issues and especially the mental issues that have like come to light more recently with things like the social dilemma the netflix documentary um and so i guess looking at into that like yeah like when i was when i was a kid when i mean i guess i still am technically <laughs> i don't know <laughs> um but but when i was um you know like when i was younger you know social media was a great place i could share my ideas i could share the work that i'm doing i could do all that stuff but recognizing now the effects that it has on the users of those platforms and really in the fact that I mean, most of them are running off of an ad-based revenue stream, which means that um, they're they're not really valuing the users as much as they're valuing the advertisers and just making sure that the users are at least kind of like able to, you know, they don't feel like they're they're ostracized, but they also don't feel great, but they're like on there just enough to the point where like, okay, all right, this is fine. So that kind of a thing. Yeah. So I guess like working on dive is something that like it's it's a culmination, I feel like, of the entire team really is our observation of this idea is like, yeah, social media really doesn't work for the users. It works for the advertisers. And so what if we were able to change that model? And, you know, you mentioned the social dilemma. I think I was watching Joe Rogan's podcast with one of the guys that was um, one of the I think he worked at Google. And yeah, yeah he mentions you know a lot of the things that are mentioned in the the documentary but what are your thoughts coming in from uh, a fresh perspective that you guys are going to try and bring to the market and how has this kind of helped you know bring your product to life because in a sense you know when you tell someone i'm going to start a new social media platform at first they would be like okay but we have all these other existing yeah. ones like what are you going to do but i think with this documentary it's kind of highlighted why we do need you know a fresh um, set of uh, networks yeah 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 for sure and I would say definitely like the documentary um, obviously we started working on dive well before the documentary came out but um, it definitely did fuel us to continue in our search for 
better ideas and making things that are more ethical. Um, and so like a bigger, a big concept of that is um, just how we handle data in the first place. So uh, the data on Dive is extremely limited. It's really only um, like you will know exactly what's being stored on you at all times because we'll make it very clear. Uh, so for instance, the people that you're following, you know who those are, right? On any social media platform, you'll know who you're following, right? So we make that clear. The the posts that you like, that's another thing we're making extremely clear. But on top of that, we're not even being, we're not even storing like view history or anything like that. So all of that history is completely down the drain. Like no, we don't really know who you are. The only thing, the only way that we will know who you are is by the content that you post and the interactions that you have with people. So the comments that you make, the likes that you make, that kind of stuff. So that's like that was one of the biggest things we we started with really. That was like how we built the platform from the ground up was how are we going to do things? How are we going to make innovative solutions to the idea that we want to store the least amount of information as humanly possible? And so that's kind of where we started. Um, and so with that, um, obviously, we've kind of had to think about uh, the monetization, obviously, because, you know, a platform has to be sustainable. Um, and so right now, like based on currently, um, based on our, our economics and how we've, we've figured out all, all like the models and stuff for it is, um, is looking at a subscription based instead of uh, advertiser based. So basically... On Dive, there will be no advertisements. That's our goal. That's our entire goal. So that we don't have to worry about, okay, here's our content, first of all, has to pander to the advertisers. But second of all, um, our content, the content comes second to what the advertiser's will is for the platform. Um, and so looking at how um, how we do that in a subscription-based model. So there will be, sorry, there will be a free version. I want to make that extremely clear. But um, we're hoping that we could subsidize it all through the subscription base. So, yeah. And how did this entire idea and concept come to life? You mentioned you guys are a team. How long ago did this start? Just to give people context that, you know, like you mentioned, this didn't just start because of the social dilemma. But it's, yeah. you know, been a, a journey that you guys have been on for a while now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so I... It was originally just me. Um, so I, I came up with the idea about uh, a year and a half ago. So it was uh, June 4th, to be very specific. Um, so June 4th was the day we officially announced that Dive was a thing that existed. Um, so uh, and then, like, I guess the brainstorming before then, obviously, I'm not entirely sure what that looked like. But um, yeah, but it, it took place about June 4th. That's that's the key thing to take away. Um and then very shortly after, um, my friend Ronnie um, reached out and he was like, hey, yeah, like, uh, you looking for a new member? And I was like, heck yeah, like, totally, let's do this thing. And so, um, yeah, we kind of became the two co-founders of the platform and um, we built out all of, like, the major platform stuff that we needed to build out. Um, and then from there, we sort of gained more people and uh, just more skill sets. So, like, now we have a person who's just doing marketing. So all the social media posts you see are from Trevor, who's doing an absolute fantastic job right now. So I'm super happy with that. Um, and then uh, our, our newest member, John Hahn, who is working um, on the search algorithm, which we hope will be absolutely fantastic. Um, and then uh, our Dive Originals coordinator, uh, Sam Miller, who is also doing a great job. Um, so he's making sure that the the content that we're like showing as a dive original, right? All the, the movies and the TV shows that we're working on are top shape. And I'm super excited about that as well. So, yeah. And, you know, you mentioned 
all of these you know this kind of sounds like um silicon valley <laughs> with pied piper like this is what it sounds like the way it's being built does it kind of feel like that in any way i mean it's 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 a bit makeshift <laughs> um obviously like we're we're learning along the way yeah. too i mean we're we're all 18 19 years old so it's not like anyone is really like none of us have experience running fortune 500 companies right like this these are it's a bunch of kids really just just working together to build something that genuinely matters and i i think us all all of us really being in college or just doing things that like are not necessarily in like you know the major employment field right now um are it, it gives us a lot of time to work on it um and so i think it's definitely like the best case scenario for all of us right now is just the fact that we're able to um to figure this out as we go and we have time to do it so yeah and you know moving into your perceptions on or or your thoughts on social media what do you think you know obviously the social dilemma stated the you know the what's wrong with the social media from the people within these companies but you coming you know you're not necessarily in that space yet and you're still a consumer we are consumers both you and i what are your thoughts and what is wrong with what is wrong with social media yeah that's a good question um (laughs) so i would probably say uh the biggest thing for me um because i think this is the biggest way it's impacted me right is um mentally speaking so I, i used to have an instagram account but i haven't in uh about a year or two years i think it's been about two years so i still have my account but i I don't use it um because i i found that every single post that i made on there was making me question like my entire identity right like if if this post wasn't getting enough likes it would Mm. impact me negatively um and so i really wanted to like stray away from that dopamine rush and i guess that's kind of the first idea because i know this impacts a lot of people obviously um and then the biggest the other biggest thing i think is um the algorithm in general i think is it like especially for a feed algorithm right so looking at the posts that are just delivered to you in general um i think there's a problem with it i mean the social dilemma makes this extremely clear is the fact that yeah i mean you you express interest in something it's going to show you more of that and so um, it, it comes to a point where, okay, what actually is like, just because someone's like, you're only being delivered some things about being, you know, in the United States, right. Being a Republican or a Democrat, it's going to show you more things that are, that are targeted towards that, right. Which is going to make you not like other people on the other side of the spectrum, which is hurting people. I mean, it's genuinely hurting people. Um, and then like in general too, like just the way that, uh, the interactions are held, right. If you, like if you um if you're if you're an advertiser right it's great but yeah. if you're a user on the platform um looking at how uh just like even even the advertisements can impact the way that you you perceive society and can actually if you see them enough can change the way that you perceive society um that has some dangerous consequences that i feel like we're really looking at now especially with you know this upcoming election even the 2016 election in the u.s like it's it's huge like it it definitely is having these major negative impacts on just the way the biggest thing is just mental impacts right it's it's just changing cognitively how we are looking at things and um i want to stray away from that with dive obviously so yeah for me it's almost like 
I completely see that part. And it's it's so funny because the same people that social media benefits, you know, the advertisers, mm-hmm. are the same people who are the consumer as well, if you think about it in a, yeah. in a different way. Because the small businesses who are, you know, have their Facebook pages or their Instagram accounts and who are advertising their product benefit from this way as well. So it's like such a catch-22, but it does lean more towards the, the bad part of mental health. But it's also oh, helping sure. so many, you know, small businesses who could never make the money that they make now because they couldn't reach those people. So it's like such a, mm-hmm. uh, a push-and-pull kind of situation where you don't know, is this really good? Because now my mate who just started a business three years ago is now making a, a decent amount of money. But if he didn't have this, yeah. he wouldn't be making that money. So it's like very confusing how to feel because I feel like, and myself being a business owner as well, I'm like, okay, this is like really good. I'm benefiting from this ad, you know, way of doing things. But at the same time, I do see like how it's become this addiction where it's basically serving you basically, you know, the AI involved is so advanced that we don't even know how bad it is, but it's also good. So it's like, it's such a catch 22. So that comes to my next question is what do you think is right with social media right now? And what are you pulling from that aspect and pulling into dive? Yeah, 100%. That's a really good question. Um, So I would say the, the number one benefit with social media is the fact that now more than ever, you have this giant ocean of people who are able to, first of all, talk to each other, communicate with each other, but also see the work and see the things that other people are doing. Um, and so I would say like that, that's obviously like, that's a pretty big, like that, that's obviously the main reason people use social media in the first place, obviously. But um, like, that's obviously what we want to do with Dive is, but we want to take that to the next level. And once again, looking at that with like, uh, the content creators themselves and how we're treating them, I think is really important. So like, for instance, uh, any other social media platform, you really only have a couple different content options. So like Twitter, for instance, is really text photos. Mm. Now they have audio, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. That's notes. still kind of rolling out, <laughs> but we'll see. Yeah. Um, and like Facebook, sure. Facebook has videos, photos, um, I don't know. I don't even know what else Facebook has to be honest, but um, like all these, like they, they have, they give you a couple options, right? But what if we took that to the next level and we said, okay, you can, you can upload videos, you can upload photos, you can upload music, you can upload an entire essay on there if you want, entire book if you want, heck, I mean, a font, like these are all things that like we already have implementation for on Dive. And so like really just taking that idea of like, yeah, this is your work. This is something you're really proud of. And we want you to be able to share it in as many ways as possible. Um, And so I guess like another idea is um, the fact that social media is great for like getting opinions on things. Um, I I think sometimes that can be toxic as well, clearly. But um, uh, what like if if I were to if if I wanted to know like, okay, I'm thinking about uh, making a new logo for something, right? And I tweeted on Twitter, someone, someone's going to reach out and be like, okay, yeah, like this, this ain't good. Like this is bad. Um, Yeah. Like that's the kind of thing, like I think social media is great for. And, and like say what you will about the YouTube comment section, obviously it has its own issues, but um, the YouTube comment section can also be a place of great encouragement and great feedback. So 
Um, looking at how we do that, we're also on Dive. A big thing that we're doing is um, with posts. So when you when you comment on a post, it's not only going to show up on that post, but it's also going to show up in everybody else's what we're, we're calling currently the circle. So basically. When you, you can go over to a separate section and see everyone that you follow, all of their interactions with all these different posts. So it not only helps people find new content, but it also is helping the individual who made the content um, like better be able to see like how it's doing and stuff like that because more people are going to see that post. Yeah, I think, um, I don't know if you remember or if you were involved, like heavily involved with social media when a platform called Vero or Vero came out. I do remember Vero. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I was like, this is, so I've basically, just to give you some context, I'm a, I've been on Facebook since 2009. So when okay. I was in grade eight, so I've, I'm like an OG <laughs> Facebook user. But yeah, um, back then I already saw like, this is potentially something big. And then Twitter came along, I think shortly after, downloaded Twitter, had an account but it, it, it's like those basic little tweets you put out where it was you speaking in the third person kind of thing or you you either put, because your name would come up at first, you'd be like, Gaoshan17 is, then I'll be like, is watching TV. Like that was the stuff that you were putting out back then. So that's when it was kind of so innocent and it was basically just sharing. I think that was the main thing back then. It was just, let's just share whatever we can and there was no kind of monetization, you know, priority back then. It was more just, let's try and get as many people on here. And I think that's where the whole following thing got so popular was, let's see who can get the most followers. And that's how that whole popularity concept came about. So how are you guys going to work on, and what's your, your, your take on the whole following and, you know, f- like you mentioned, favoring the algorithm and how things are being fed to people are obviously a priority for you guys. So how do you manage this and how do you make it, you know, worth, in a sense, make it worth someone's time, if you get what I'm saying? Like, because that's how we value, like, a platform these days. It's like, can I make, you know, can I get fame from this or can I get something out of it? Or do you think you're just catering towards a certain audience, which is the creative person? Yeah. Um, yeah, no, that's, that's completely fair to ask. Um, is I, I think that's, that's been something on our minds as well a lot recently. Um, so I think the biggest thing is like, uh, is making sure that first of all, everything that you, everything that you're able to do on dive is top notch. So what we've been working on recently is like the video player. I don't know if you've yeah, seen Yeah, I saw the, uh, the MKBHD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah exactly. Nice. <laughs> yeah, so this is something that we were working on because um, I think it, it provides so much extra, like for, for those who, who understand all the hassle that we have with other video players, I think this is the one that people are really going to like because it gives you literally every feature you could ever ask for, but it does it in such a minimal way. Um, so it's it's that kind of an idea where everything we everything that we build we want to benefit users more than it could on any other platform, and so yeah, like obviously we can't boast the you know whatever couple billion users that Facebook has right now. I, I wish I wish that were the case, but <laughs> currently that's not the case. Um, but the the biggest thing is. Yeah, is, is making sure that right off the bat, we have every single every single feature that somebody might want, but also that those features are good. They're not just there. They're not, 
legacy. They're they're right here. They're brand new. They look great. You know, all those kind of things I think are going to be huge. Um, and also just giving people the tools that they need to succeed on the platform, right? So a biggest thing is like um, like the upload page, for instance. I think is huge with this. Uh, what what you're able to do on the upload page is basically beyond anything on any other platform. So um, for instance, like for every single post that you make, regardless of if it's an image, if it's a video, you can upload a custom thumbnail to that file. So it means that like you can literally control exactly how people are going to see that content when they're on your profile or on if you if they're you're being followed, then they can see you on your feed, right? Um, so and then like another thing as well is uh, you can also like all the... Um, Sorry, all the all the, the the titles and stuff as well. Like, so you can you can add a custom title, which is seen as well. You can add a description. So it's it's pretty much like YouTube, but for every single file that you upload, which I think is really cool, and I think people will really appreciate it as well. Because I know, like, obviously on Instagram or something like that, like you can you can tr control like okay, like I want the first frame of this video to be something, so then I can go and slide that all the way back and use that as the preview image. Um, but that but took time like, to implement as well. Like they didn't think right. of it at first. We had to like yeah, complain exactly. about it. Right, exactly. So like doing that right off the bat and also you don't have to put something in the video. You can literally upload a custom oh, okay. thumbnail. I think it's exactly like YouTube, good. but yeah, you can exactly do this for like anything. YouTube. Yeah, exactly. You can do it for any single post that you make, which is really great. So I think like initially what we're going to see a lot of, and this is just like my personal take, um, is we're going to see people who are uploading things to Dive, but they're not really using Dive. Mm -hmm. So I think like they'll be uploading to Dive and then they'll be posting that on some other social yeah. media platform because they recognize the experience is better. So for instance, like one of the major things that like we've been working on is the fact that we're not going to compress videos, which obviously is going to take up a lot more storage. Um, but we're working on like a method to make sure that um, first of all, the playback is smooth because uncompressed video is always going to be a bit slower, <laughs> but, um, but also, yeah, like if, if it ends up, you know, when it works out, which I we're very, very close at this point. So I, okay. I think it definitely will um, is, it's like, yeah, I mean, you're going to have an unparalleled viewing experience and it's at the cost of us for sure. 100%. But it's, you're going to have an unparalleled viewing experience, which is exactly what we want. So if you want the best quality, then you, you post it on Dive and then you share it somewhere else. And then hopefully over time, as more people have Dive accounts, they're like, oh yeah, okay, this works. Let's use this, yeah. you know? So or, or yeah. it's actually like, let me upload to Dive and then tell people on other platforms, listen, if you want to view this in the best way possible, get a dive account and you can watch it in uncompressed 4K exactly. with all the color, you know, space covered and you're not worrying about compression and 720p on Facebook. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 100%. That's like, that's, that's a huge vibe. Like, that's exactly what we want to do. So, um, yeah. And other things like... Um, like for instance, uh, we also released uh, kind of in the same similar idea um, a, a couple of months ago. We released a platform called Hydrin, yes. um, which is directly linked to um, the dive experience. So basically, when you make an account on Hydrin, 
you're automatically also registered for account on dive when it comes out. So okay. it's, it works really well, which I think is going to work out. Um, but like the one thing we're noticing is that the people who are using Hydrant absolutely love it because it's so much like, first of all, it's free. Uh, I know like uh, I used to use Linktree, um, yes. which is, I know, a very common option in the field. Um, but the biggest thing for that is like for every single feature, you feel like you're encountering a paywall. And so mm. we didn't want to do that. So like, we're not making any money off of Hydrant. In fact, we're losing a lot. But um, but I think it's it's worth it because, like, because people recognize that okay, yeah, we would rather you have a good experience on the platform than anything else. <laughs> so um, yeah, for anyone out there, Hydrant is better than Linktree. I promise you. I'm sorry. That's just some. No, I actually I was thinking yeah. about starting um one well starting an account, but I was like, let me just yeah. have this conversation with you first, and then. I'll go and set up yeah. my account because I am using Linktree for the podcast. Um, okay, okay, fair. And it is quite, I mean, it, it's simple, you know, it's basic. It, it does what I need it to do. I don't actually log into Linktree. As soon as it was set up, I just left it because exactly what you mentioned is because you you come across the, the constant asking for payment or like this feature, pay this amount or whatever. So that is kind of off-putting and... I think that's exactly what you're mentioning here is putting the consumer first and like what we think is give us a good experience and then you know once we like it you can then maybe look at the 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 costing of that product but for instance you guys are making a loss but this is obviously tied into dive which is making it worthwhile is that fair to say yes yeah absolutely um i think if all goes well like it should everything should come together within a year of dive coming out that that would be my hope that would be my goal so um yeah so right now obviously like it's it's not you know it's not doing great because you know we're we haven't launched the the you know the key the key piece to the the dive you know product right is dive itself um but yeah like i I think um just and like having hydrant integrated into dive is going to be an amazing thing as well because when you make a dive account you also get a hydrant card for free right and that's a beautiful thing like okay you you could use linktree or you could set it up on dive and your hydrant card is literally displayed on your profile so okay you can oh that's so so easy then right exactly so like it you could like let's say you're um you're what we're calling the dot or a distinctive origin tag which is basically like a random set of four digits um we we decided to do it this way because we thought it was better than usernames because usernames are eventually going to run out so Mm. by everyone having a really short code that represents who they are that way um we can make sure that we you know avoid that problem in the future um so let's say your code is 7b3a right so you could go to you could go to dive.com slash 7b3a or you could go to hydrant slash 7b3a and so the hydrant is going to give you the card and dive is going to give you all the posts that you have and that's all set up automatically when you make a dive account you mentioned that um you know the way is it hydrant 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 yeah Mm -hmm. that's going to tie into dive and i think if you look at what other social media platforms have started doing is they've hindered the way you use the platform and how you can get out of the platform, for instance. So Mm -hmm. like Instagram, you have a link in your bio, I think, and that's starting to get limited to business accounts, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, Um, I think you're right. Yeah, so obviously don't want you to leave the app, right? So you can't put links in the actual description of the post. You have to direct people to your bio for them to click Mm -hmm. it there 
or if you have an IGTV, you can put the link in the IGTV description. So they make it like yeah. very tough for you to leave the app. And then Twitter yeah. recently, I mean, Twitter is probably one of the best platforms for this because it's so easy mm-hmm. to share link and those kind of Definitely. things. And, you know, TikTok were quite open to it in the beginning where you could have a link in your bio, but they saw, okay, this should only be for like our very, you know, well-followed and well, you know, known users and not for the average Joe because it's so easy for them to leave the platform. So this is obviously not a thought for you guys. You guys are happy to have people come in and out of the app. And my question comes, it comes to this is, when you listen to you know Zuckerberg and um, Jack from Twitter, they all mention the same thing. Is like when they conceptualize the idea of Twitter and Facebook, and obviously Instagram was acquired later, but they didn't expect this growth and the amount of no. people to be following and and the amount of power they have. So the question is, how do you foresee kind of controlling you know your core function now which is provide best experience for consumer and keep that mm-hmm. to the even to when the point is when you hit the million user mark right which i'm 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 very positive that you will reach there eventually what what do you I think is yeah. <laughs> what do you think is like the main thing that you guys have to keep in mind so you don't lose sense of that you know that road yeah yeah i mean that's a really good like i think the biggest thing is um looking at like actually writing in stone something that yeah. relates to our ethics. Um, I, our terms of service already has been written, but I think we need something even more than that just to really make sure. Um, and like, yeah, I mean, part of that that idea actually with the terms of service is um, we want that to be something that people can actually read. Yeah. And that like it wouldn't take them, like currently our terms of service is like two pages long, right? It's, it's pretty based. And like obviously – I know we're going to encounter issues that we didn't initially anticipate. I, that's that's a given, right? And so we'll have to add to that over time. But I think one of the biggest things that we can make sure that we're keeping control of that idea, that initial goal, is by making sure that our terms of service isn't bloated. I think that's mm. like one of the biggest indicators of kind of like Something, where we're going with yeah. that. Um, but yeah, on top of that, I guess it's just like kind of doing check-ins, right? Just making sure that we're really on pace. I, I know that's like easier to say now, but um, yeah, I guess um, I have, I guess I, I suppose I haven't thought of that um, maybe enough as, as I should have or, you know, could have. So um, yeah, definitely something to keep in mind for sure. Uh, yeah, because obviously we don't want to become, a lot of platforms have become begun that. with really yeah. good intentions. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I guess, um, yeah, we're, we're already putting things in, in writing to make sure that we stay this way, but obviously I think more things is always good, um, just to really make sure. Yeah. I think, um, it's funny, right? Because you, you listen to these, you know, top CEOs who are billionaires and the way they process information now, and they're like, no, we didn't really think about that. But you, you know, they, I mean, we all know they saw the, the way that money comes, how the money is influencing that decision. Oh, like for we, sure. We're not, yeah. <laughs> not fooling anyone here. So I think um, it's more just like you mentioned, like as long as you put it in stone and it's for everyone to see, then at least you can be held accountable come down the line. You know what I mean? I think that's the main yeah. thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and 100%. I think I was watching um, another podcast, uh, Lou Later, and he was talking about... Um, 
in Google they used to have a saying don't and don't be evil or something like there was don't a, be evil. yeah don't yeah, be evil sure. was mm-hmm. and they actually took it out of like the main I don't know if it was on a wall or something something to that extent but they put it right at the bottom in their like employee guide or something of that sort and it's yeah. like in the the last line whereas before it used yeah. to be this big bold statement now it's like okay you guys are just in small print now because this isn't right. really that important anymore but it's not it's really just, that yeah it's, exactly <laughs> it's it's just so interesting to see the way these guys are processing the information because we all know the power of these platforms exactly yeah um like i think it that really does i think it's key though is like obviously i'm not coming from a place of power right I, I have, yeah we're we're building this up right and, and i hope that you know I, I can continue to say that in the future i i don't want to have i don't want to say that i have power over any of the users on dive right um i want that to be determined a lot of by the community itself right um i I think like some of the some of the communities on youtube are great examples of this right they they march the beat of their own drum right they're they're doing good they're um and they're they're actually like thriving in that way i guess but um so i I guess that's that's kind of that does bring up an interesting question though is like yeah i mean what what happens when dive if dive is able to get some notoriety is is how we actually um ensure that yeah i mean we, we're not removing the don't be evil from our uh the the top of the page right i, I think that's key I, I remember when they did that and i a lot of people were a bit concerned and I, I would be lying if i said i wasn't too i mean i don't know how a company decides that that is not as important to them i it doesn't make sense to me but um yeah i guess just looking at how yeah i mean a lot of these companies they they know where their income is coming in so especially in the sense that a lot of what we're doing is making sure that it it is that kind of subscription based model which is direct to consumers direct to the people who are using the platform i think is making sure that we're not getting it from sources that we know aren't quite right but we're going to let it slide because we're making a lot of money yeah. off of it and what would you say has been the biggest challenge with this entire venture from the the building of the actual product to the marketing and getting you know that notoriety from the community because it's so tough like i mentioned earlier before the social dilemmas you tell someone you're starting a social media platform they'll just look at you like you're crazy and think you're trying to be you know it's this aspirational thing of i want to be the next facebook but in this case you don't want to be so how has this been, you know, what's the challenges that you guys have faced? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it, uh, as you brought up, is like, I think marketing is a big thing. Um, obviously, like, we actually, we're trying not to have a ton of users right off the bat so that we can get a good idea of, like, actually how much people are uploading. So that way we can increase the storage limits over time. Um, but the the biggest thing, I think, has just been um, just, like, getting getting a product that feels right like it 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 feels like something that we can we can launch and something that we can launch successfully because we were originally going to launch dive on june 4th of this year so it was going to be a year after we started programming but obviously that goal didn't happen um but like looking at why was that though why was that why did it not go ahead was it more just not being ready like it didn't feel polished enough for you guys Yes. So I, I would say initially we thought it was really what we really thought was 
um, <laughs> is we, we really blamed it on the pandemic at first, to be completely honest, because um, we didn't know that we were going to be able, uh, a lot of what we're going to initially need to do is crowdfunded. So um, we, we knew that we weren't going to be able to make enough to actually you know, get the platform up and running if we were launching it directly in, you know, like the beginning of COVID when a lot of people are economically affected. Um, and we didn't feel like it was right to ask for money during that time either. Um, so I guess like halting it, that was our initial goal. But I think what we've realized since then is just how much the platform needed work. Um, I think just like just an area that I'm very passionate about is design. Um, yeah. I, I think the the platform looked like what it looks like now is a lot better than what it looked like then. I'll just say that much. Like that's that's all I really need to say. Um, and I think a lot of it is dealing with yeah, okay. Like we want to add more features. We want to add things that people are really gonna like. And I just don't think that our June fourth model of dive was going to give people that. Um, it just like we've been able to more fully actualize what we're doing and what we need to do. And I think especially like talking about the goals that we had and the things that we think are going to make dive successful. Um, like we were talking about earlier, you know, is like, that's, that's key. Like, and we, I feel like we really got a bigger sense of what that is after June 4th. So I guess that's kind of the, the main things that, uh, have really challenged us, but, um, yeah, overall, that's that's like the journey that Dive has been on to get where we are now. And where are you guys right now in terms of this new timeline, considering, you know, COVID and being, like you said, you, you're actually thinking whether or you thought that it wasn't right to be asking for money now, obviously yeah. during this tough time. And obviously it doesn't look like it's going to get any easier with, you know, the way cases are going in some countries. So how do you guys you know evaluate and where are you guys right now what are people what can they expect from you guys in the you know coming future mm -hmm. yeah i mean that's an excellent question um definitely something we've given a lot of thought to but um i would say currently our so so currently actually just like to give a progress update yeah um so we just started the actual beta. So currently we were, we were on the alpha before then, but we, okay. we started the actual beta of the site. So it's a big deal. Um, it is running so much more efficiently than any other version of Dive, which is really exciting. Um, I would say it's, it's definitely looking up a lot. And um, I hope that we can have like a product that we can actually start beta testing by early next year. That's gonna be our okay. goal. So um, we're gonna invite some people on, some creators on, um, who who can really get a test for everything that's that we're doing um and then hopefully they can provide more insight into what we still need to work on um and then after after those initial beta tests then depending on obviously the economic situation we we never want to do things too early yeah. um but uh yeah so our, our goal would be hopefully before june 4th of 2021 so june 4th is kind of the date that we're going off because that's when it started so uh, but yeah so um so our goal is like we still want to make it we we told everybody we're launching in early 2021 that's still our goal so i think we have till june to get that done so uh technically early is a little bit in quotation marks there but uh yeah i think uh that's going to be the goal for right now and you know just to go back a little bit when making the features and listing this you know this concept how much did you guys lean into you know 
I don't, I don't, focus groups did you guys ever look into that or or did you just you know approach people from different areas and find out listen what are you guys looking for in a social media platform and what do you think are the most important parts of a social media for them is that what you guys kind of did yeah 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 i mean i i think it initially uh started as us looking at the grievances that we currently had okay. with social media platforms um especially youtube was a big yeah. part of that process we, we really wanted to make a better version of youtube um but uh yeah i mean i i wish i could say that we've done like a ton of testing i i wish that was the goal i I wish or currently the case um but um a lot of a lot of what we've done is really just reach out to the people that we know in all different areas of the industry so like um you know people in the creative fields people in the gaming fields people in the fields that they're on social media but they don't really care about the bigger features you know like that those are the kind of things that like we really wanted to see how um people interpreted it and yeah i mean like i said like we we talked to all of those groups of people um in in different walks of life and you know different times but um i would say definitely a goal for us and that's obviously a goal with the beta test as well is to see what things are working and what things aren't and so going forward we're really going to make sure that okay maybe these are problems for us or maybe these are things that we would want to see but maybe this isn't as important to you know x y and z right so i guess looking at that in general is going to be a big goal going forward and to close off what would you say you know in your head when processing all of this and building out this product now one and a half years you know on does this kind of feel you know, you always get that feeling like in your gut where you feel like this is going to be something, you know, revolutionary in a sense, but changing, you know, it's going to be something that's different, but it's going to bring value. Is that what you feel right now? Is that what you're kind of getting right now, especially in this time where, um, and it's not just the social dilemma, it's just something that, you know, a lot of people have seen. But if you look at social circumstances in, in general, from the concept of, normalizing mental health issues and speaking up on that and how social media has been so um, influential in that field to the whole idea of influences and how the algorithm doesn't meet or you have to look a certain way to be famous kind of thing so how is all of this you know just tying together to this new product which is you might feel is revolutionary yeah uh, i would definitely say like about that feeling in the gut um i ever since like I would say ever since we like at least the past couple months as we've really begun gaining some actual traction especially on social media and just in the programming part of it um i feel like it could be something huge um i know that there are a lot of changes that people are going to have to accept to use this Mm. obviously like i'm i'm not gonna lie like i mean there there are some great benefits to a an algorithm that knows every single thing that you've watched and is able to find content that you want to watch more right my youtube algorithm is beautiful it works 100 percent of the time i know exactly what i want to watch uh or it knows exactly yeah. what i want to watch but um yeah so it's um but looking at that and like obviously like things like the dot too i feel like uh just the idea of having like only one a code right that that is your unique identity instead of a username of sorts that's gonna take people some time to get used to it it really is i mean i'm not gonna lie like these are these are things that i'm not like 
pushing under the rug. I'm not trying to be like, oh yeah, you'll get used to it. Like, you know, no big deal. Like that's the kind of thing that like I never want to do, obviously. But um, the biggest thing is like, I know that this is going to provide value to people's lives. Yeah. I know that this is going to be something that is that like could provide absolute like like just features that people never even thought of features that are helping people connect in new ways that are helping people explore their passions in new ways and helping people find other people who also have those passions and so looking at that i would say 100 percent, i'm very excited for dive i think it's going to be influential in the future of how we interact with people online and i hope that it can kind of turn the corner for things like the social dilemma which i know we've talked a lot about but um it it's like hopefully we can we can create a new internet environment that feels so much different from anything else that's currently out there and and will in turn impact all the other social media platforms like i would say a great example of this in another industry is tesla right like maybe tesla isn't it doesn't have the highest sales but what it's doing and what it's impacting in the electric vehicle market is huge and so looking at how dive could have an impact on that i I mean i hope it'll have a ton of users that's that's the goal eventually but um yeah looking at how it can it can make everyone think oh yeah wait maybe 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 good ethics is good business in the first place you know that's the kind of thing that um that we i think the entire team is really excited about and i certainly am extremely excited about i think it's going to be big so i really i'm really hopeful (laughs) and for reference what can you know where can people follow you guys i know you guys are thinking about changing the name or changing the spelling of the name how is that coming along um yeah yeah so i guess um maybe i I guess by the time this podcast is up so actually just like as a um uh, today is actually so Fridays are actually dive days for anyone who doesn't okay. know that. So this is the day when we actually do all of our development. So it's the days I, I literally have nonstop meetings today, like it's insane. Um, but like, so this is like the one time I, I get to do something on Friday, which is great. Um, but it's so like in the morning we were programming, and tonight we're going to be working on marketing. But in the marketing meeting tonight is when we decide the actual name for the platform. So it's it's going to be the same name, Dive, but how it's spelled is, I, I think I, I'm really rooting for it, but I think it's going to be changed to something a little bit different than, than it currently is. Um, so uh, definitely like, you know, I, I'll, I'll just say for now, just dive um if you want to find me <laughs> um you know i my i'm on twitter um I, I know ronnie is also on twitter trevor's on twitter um so yeah i'm sure those links will be in the description as well for those who yeah. are looking but yeah i'll definitely i'll definitely have updates on there so um when we actually decide the name all those things will be there so yeah uh for sure <laughs> yeah cool so we this podcast will go up on monday so we'll have um We'll have if the the name is announced by then, or when whenever it is yes. announced, we'll have the updated links in the description below. But Luke, thank awesome. you so much for for making time. It's obviously great to chat to someone who has a refreshing view on social media. And coming from myself, who I mean, I've benefited from the way the, the social media is run right now. I'm not gonna say I haven't, but um, and it's fair to say that a lot of people have benefited. It's just the the actual negative aspect to it is that it's all it's it's all just give and take i guess so it's kind of just how do we we make it less bad 
<laughs> I think that's like the main <laughs> yeah. thing that everyone's asking now is that we all still have our social media accounts. So it's not like people went out and deleted their accounts right after watching the, the documentary, yeah. but it's just like, what do we do now? And I think what you guys are busy with now is that answer is that's where we go to and kind of transition into a different way of um, interacting online. So thank you so much for, yeah. for coming on. Thank you so much for having me. It's been great.